trying to understand ourselves and ADHD is not always an easy thing because we fall into the trap of asking ourselves so many questions because we think that there's something wrong with us, that there's got to be a problem with us, that something is not okay with our way of functioning. And it can easily take us into an emotional roller coaster. And in this episode, I will share with you a few insights on how you can navigate life with ADHD when emotional chaos knocks at the door. Honey, have you seen my keys? Forget it, they're in my hands. There's more to ADHD than being easily distracted, scattered, or a master procrastinator. Being different is not a disability, and it's about damn time we break free from the shackles of society's labels and stigma. Hey there, I'm Zarina Boali, a French-Canadian journalist who found out had a uniquely wired brain at 40, and became a certified ADHD coach. This podcast brings forth a different perception of ADHD to help you amplify your brilliance and phenomenally stand out. Thanks for flying with us. Have a great day. Ready to blast off? Three, two, one. Welcome aboard. Emotions are fascinating, wouldn't you say? So is ADHD. And when you combine both, it can really be overwhelming and exhausting to be us with our emotions. Why? Because when you have ADHD, you do feel things more intensely. You experience life to a level that is often misunderstood by, you know, people around you. And, you know, I'm sure this has happened to you before where you felt like an emotional basket case, where someone might have told you to not take things so personally or that you were overreacting to some to something or someone that, you know, somebody else would have just washed it over. That's not how it is when you have ADHD. And that's something that we need to take into consideration because it doesn't mean that we can't manage our emotions. It's just that it's too much all at once most of the time. And we need to learn what is going on inside of us We need to learn how to sort through what is going on because feeling intensely goes for joy, excitement, and it also goes for sadness and discouragement. So if we're sad, we're sad like it's the end of the world. And if we're happy, well, we're happy to a level that is like just too much to take in for the people around us. So when others look at what goes on in our world, of course they can't understand. They can't. 
because they don't have this unique way of being. So when you understand that you're not unable to deal with your emotions, you're maybe just unequipped to do it in a way that works for you, it makes a huge difference. To be honest, I wasn't going to talk about emotions in this episode because as I'm recording, I'm actually going through an emotional roller coaster that, you know, sometimes is so intense that I just feel like it's an emotional chaos. And then I thought, hmm, this might be the perfect moment and the perfect timing to talk about what is actually going on and it will be different for everyone. Why? Because, well, even though we all have the same brain, um, we will experience life in our own way, depending on our education, our childhood traumas, the wounds that we carry. And I will talk about that a little more in a bit. But I changed my mind because I thought that it was actually a way for me to not avoid something. And that's, you know, a defense or a protection mechanism that I have put in place a long, long, long time ago. And I tend to do that, to not talk about it. I just get so uncomfortable sometimes with my own emotions because I just don't know what to do. As if there was something I needed to do. You know, it's not fun to feel the way I'm feeling right now. And it's due to many reasons. And I'm really trying to be present to what actually is there. And there's a lot of stuff. Um, there's sadness. There's discouragement. Um, I look at my first quarter this year and I'm not you know, I'm not satisfied with the results. I'm disappointed. Um, I feel like a failure. So I'm being really, really transparent here with you because I'm hoping that it will contribute to helping you understand better and know that it's okay to feel how you feel. Your emotions are valid. And oftentimes, another one of my mechanism is to just skip it and go on and find solutions. I'm very good at that. I am excellent at, you know, seeing the problem, seeing what's not working, and to try and fix it. But what I've learned is that if I don't take the time to name the emotion, acknowledge that it's there, well, it's just going to come back and bite me in the butt even harder. I know that. So I've learned to accept the discomfort of not being at my emotional best and just sitting in. 
allowing myself to just feel whatever's there and to remind myself and repeat to myself that it's okay if I'm sad. It's okay if I am disappointed. It's okay if I get emotional. It's okay. And the more I do that, the more I, I bring this kind of warm feeling to myself. It's like I'm giving myself permission to be vulnerable. I'm giving myself permission to not be the strong one. I'm giving myself permission to just say, you know what? I'm just going to put the sword down and not fight for a little bit because I'm tired of it, because I'm sick of it. Like, whatever the reason. I would say that in English, that's maybe what we call surrender. So I just surrender to the emotions that are there. And there's a book that I bought that I can't wait to read. And um, it's Brené Brown's Atlas of the Heart. And I know it's going to be a read and I'm going to talk to you about it as soon as I read it. But, you know, being a good ADHDer, I read more than one book at a time, you know. <laughs> so, and I can't wait to discover what she um, has put together emotion-wise in that book because I know it's really, really going to help me. And then, well, it's going to help me help others. But back to not avoiding and not running away from and just allow myself to just be with myself. What I mean by that is that another thing that I've done quite a bit in my life is being so good to not talk about my emotions to not express what was in there because I didn't think, I think that I didn't think I had the right to feel that way. As if I was not allowed to feel the way I felt. So I was cutting myself from my emotions. I was cutting myself off from feeling this intense sadness or this intense discouragement or, you know, whatever was there that felt so uncomfortable that it was easier to just flip it and say, yeah, everything's going great. You know, I'm the strong one. Of course, I'll do it. Oh, no problem, you know. My pleasure. So I was actually running away from my own self because it was just too painful. And that I probably put in place when I was a kid. I mean, the time that I think I did that was when my parents separated when I was three and a half years old. I needed a coping mechanism. I needed something to help me through this hard time because who knows what went on in my 
child's mind when, you know, my dad would leave for work and then he'd come back and then he'd leave for work again because he was a flight attendant and he would leave for several days and then come back and then leave for several days and come back. And then one day, well, he leaves and he never comes back. So what happened? What did I do wrong? There's a whole story that I told myself as a child. It was just a way for me to numb the pain. So I became really good at doing that. And I'm telling you this, I'm, I'm realizing the impact that this had in my life on this, on you know, many decisions that I took because they were filtered by an event that was interpreted in a way or my brain made sure that I was protected. So I don't know if this makes any sense to you at all. I really hope it does because I'm really letting my heart speak here where I just share with you what it's like to have ADHD to be on an emotional roller coaster and to just say, okay, is there a way I can enjoy the ride? Yeah, I know this sounds crazy, but I've done the other things so many times and it didn't get me that far. I mean, it was a temporary solution. So it made me feel good and it was a short fix. It was a quick fix. It wasn't a deep one. And when it comes to emotions, I don't think that there's such a thing that just, you know, staying on the surface. Not if you want something different as the outcome. So just sitting there in my emotions and not avoiding them is one of the insights that has been tremendously helpful. Is it hard? Of course it is. Is it sometimes more painful? Well, to that question, I really don't know because I know that ADHD plays a part in that. So I'm not really exploring the intensity of the emotion. I just take it as it is. So if I'm profoundly sad, that's what it is. If I'm sad, well, I guess that's another level that, that I am experiencing and that too is okay. But it's just a way for me to not avoid my feelings, to not avoid how I am feeling. Because if I do that, I'm actually invalidating what's going on. So if I'm invalidating what's going on, I'm invalidating a part of myself. So it's just a dynamic that needs to be created that will help you sort through. And there's no good or bad way to sort through your emotions. Your way is a good way. Maybe you need to sit and write about how you feel. That 
for me is something that is very helpful. And sometimes I do avoid that too, because I know that it might be a painful exercise to just sit there and throw everything on paper. But I know that when I do it, every time I do it, I feel better after that. There's more clarity after that. The intensity oftentimes is not as high. So it's a way to bring down the intensity and say, okay, how can now I distance myself from these emotions? So a few years back, I watched a documentary or movie that was called Emotions. And what I found was interesting in that movie, and I, if I remember correctly, Joe Dispenza is in that um, film. And the way emotions were explained really, really made sense to me. So if we split the word in two, so E, and then dash, and then motion, an emotion it's, is actually an energy in movement, an energy in motion. So it's an energy that needs to just move through and find the exit. The thing is, what's, what will go on with our brain, or we can call it ego, we can call it, you know, our protective systems or whatever, what will happen is that our ego will use the emotion to keep us where we're at because that's how it feeds itself. So then our negative thinking kind of starts going and, you know, it never stops and it, ke it keeps getting worse. So by distant, by keeping or creating a distance between myself and my emotions, I'm not living the emotion. I'm not the emotion. I'm not the sadness. It's just something that I am experiencing. So once I'm able to, to create that distance between myself and the emotion, well, of course, the intensity is still going to drop because I'm actually looking at me being sad or I'm looking at sadness. Do you, do you get what I'm do you get what I'm saying here? It's a, it's you need to train to become good at this. It might not work the first time, but when you get to the point where you're able to just dissociate yourself from the emotion, that's when you're able to get out of the chaos or get out of the emotional roller coaster because your emotions are not spinning you around and around and around and around. So that's a way to navigate life with ADHD 
and the fact that we do experience and feel at a higher and more intense level than other people. And once we know that, once we understand that this is what is actually happening, that there's a a factor that increases the intensity, well, then we better understand what is going on inside of us and we're able to just give ourselves the time to feel whatever needs to be felt. And it doesn't need to go on for hours and days and weeks. And that's where paying attention to your thoughts is super important because your thoughts will take you places that will make the ride so much more difficult. It can lead to rumination. It can lead to, you know, not having any motivation and actually maybe feeling anxious and depressed. But once you realize and you practice this distancing between you and your emotions, then things begin to shift because you don't see it through the eyes of the emotion. You see it for what it is. It's an emotion. It's an energy in motion. So it needs to move through. And oftentimes, emotions carry messages. You know, they are there to tell you something. Maybe you won't be able to figure it out, the first time, and maybe you will never find the answer. But what I know is that at one point, you'll be able to not let any emotion take over because that's the deal here. Like when emotions take over, we're screwed. I mean, literally. So if you give yourself the chance to look at what's there, acknowledge that it's there, not try to avoid it or run away from it or try to fix it. Just let it be and tell yourself that it's okay if you're feeling this way. Tell yourself that you have the right to feel this way. Give yourself permission to feel because I've seen this in my clients a lot. We tend to have disconnected ourselves from our emotions because it was too painful. It's too intense. So we think that it's better if we don't feel. But like I said, it's just a temporary good feeling because it's going to come back and it's going to bite us hard. So just giving yourself the space Give yourself the space to just feel what needs to be felt and then be curious about it. Maybe have a conversation with that emotion that you're feeling. Like, what is sadness trying to tell me? I don't know what sadness is trying to tell me. And you know what? Well, it's okay. It's okay if I don't know. 
But if I keep an open mind and an open heart, the answer will eventually find me. Maybe I'm not ready to hear the answer. Maybe it's not the time for me to have the answer. Like, I mean, there could be so many explanations. But clearly, if I am sad, well, there's something that I need to acknowledge and there's something that needs my attention. And I was earlier mentioning how, you know, we have childhood wounds and it can be betrayal, injustice, abandonment, rejection, abuse, right? And when one of those wounds is activated, it means that something happened and it brought us back to the first time probably that we felt that way. And I know that for me, two of my major wounds are um, betrayal and abandonment. And I think that right now, the betrayal wound has been activated. And to me, the way I learned to read what is happening with that is that there's something in that wound that I will benefit in letting go. What do I need to let go? I don't know. I haven't figured that one out yet. But it's like a layer, a layer that I'm ready to peel off and let go and release. And once I do that, of course, I'm pretty sure that emotionally, I will be myself again. But right now, I need to give myself the space to be present to what's there and not force things, like not force anything in finding the answers, finding the explanation. It's not that. It's creating the space for me to explore and discover whatever is ready for me to bring into. Because right now, it's pretty much a shadow side that I'm working with. So, of course, I want to bring light into that part of me that is ready. But I don't want to force anything because I know that if I do that, I'm going to miss something. So I'm just creating the space where I can sit still and let things be. So I hope that this episode helps you better understand what really is going on when emotions and ADHD are combined together. Remember that you do feel things more intensely. So yes, if you're happy, you're going to be overjoyed. And if you're sad, you're going to be sad like it's the end of the world. But... The idea is to create a space for you that you will just enter and know that you are safe and know that it's okay for you to feel those feelings, to feel those emotions, whatever they are. Give yourself the permission to do that. Be gentle with yourself and don't try to skip it. Maybe you will have to because... When you have an emotion that just, you know, takes over, 
it's not always a good time for you to deal with it. But make sure that you come back to it, that you address it, that you acknowledge it, that you recognize it, because that will make a huge difference. You will be validating yourself, not asking for outside validation. And you don't need anyone's approval to tell you, oh, is this okay or it's not? Is it too much or is it too intense? I mean, it is what it is. So if it's the way you feel, trust that it's exactly what it is. And no one can tell you that it's not. And then practice distancing yourself from your emotions. And remember that there, an emotion is a form of energy in motion. So you don't need to hold on to it. You don't need to keep it inside. You can just let it go. And that might not be an easy thing to do because there's going to be resistance back there from the ego who will not want that emotion to kind of find the exit. But by distancing yourself from whatever emotion or emotions are there, then you're able to look at the situation and look at the emotion in a different way without any filters. Just observing whatever's going on and say, hmm, isn't that interesting? Hmm, wow, I feel better than I felt five minutes ago. And enjoy that. Because it could mean that whatever you're doing is working, that you were able to decrease the intensity, but it doesn't mean that, it, that the intensity is not going to go up again. And that too is part, I think, it's part of the process. And if you're familiar with, you know, your main wounds, well, look at that too. You know, is it rejection? Like, do you feel rejected? And if you do, what emotions that it triggers? Is it abandonment? What fear is behind that? You know, is it the fear of being abandoned? Is it the fear of being rejected? Is it the fear of being betrayed? So be curious and emotions will always be part of us because we're human. And the more we allow ourselves to feel, even though it's painful, it's better to do that than to avoid them altogether. I so appreciate you listening and I'd love to hear from you. If this episode resonated with you, let me know what valuable insight you're taking away and how you can implement it right now. Don't hesitate to leave a review on your favorite platform and share on social media. Until next time on Phenomenally ADHD, own your genius because you rock just the way you are.